Blog Talk Radio. Denied bail by a Canadian judge, and Capitol Wyatt suspected bullhorn lady taken into custody. Finally, cocktail of the week is the Harlem Sour. Also, what's popping with Papa Didi? We're going to lighten it up with our weird news. Study on scientists teaching spinach to, to send emails goes viral. Also, New Hampshire politicians ban pets from remote bill hearings. And cactus smuggler caught with 947 plants strapped to her body. Ouch. Oh, I'm just saying with red wine, uh, you change your tune quick. Also living for the city of Papa D. I'm quite sure he's, he's going to be raw tonight. My Hollywood wrap-up, 
the kisser list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topics. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday night live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Stem. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One, host Papa Didi. I'm your girl. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, all right. It's time to get into it. Uh, hot topics. You're up first, Papa Didi. Oh, really? wow. Come on. Come yeah. on with it. <laughs> Do your job. You're up first. What you got for it's always so much. Well, going I tell on. you what, uh, looks like we got some Pentagon orders uh, to stand down Uh-oh. to address the extremists in the uh, in ranks. They finally realizing that uh, you know they're corrupted. They should know it all the time. Mm-hmm. All right, Defense Secretary, his name is uh, Lloyd Austin. They probably finally approved him. This is the big brother that was uh, used to be a high-ranking person. On Wednesday, ordered a military-wide uh, stand-down to address the kind of extremists within the ranks that uh, was thrust into the public view on uh, January 6th when supporters of President Donald Trump, including some active-duty uh, war veterans, forcefully stormed the U.S. Capitol. Now, Pentagon spokesman, his name is John Kirby, on Wednesday afternoon told reporters that uh, the commanders would have 60 days to uh, schedule events for uh, needed decisions about extremism. Okay, uh, Kirby did not say what specific information, if any, that Carlson hopes to uh, glean for the event. But uh, they come at a time the military itself is struggling to understand the, in- the intel of which uh, those who have uh, extreme views serve or what extremism itself may uh, mean. What he's saying practically is that with all these groups like the Proud Boys and everybody else, people are connected to them. They're getting their connections from military people. And he's saying basically that the whole system is corrupted. Hmm. You know, people just, you know, the white-on-white crime is extreme to the max, and they're getting information from everybody because they was able to get it for a long time. Trump wasn't – Trump can, you know, uh, stop the – the borders and everything, but he ain't even watching the borders in his own country from his own white people. But anyway, that's another story. The military has previously uh, issued standout orders to address uh, different situations and uh, sweat problems throughout the force, such as uh, sexual harassment, suicide, and racism in the military and all. But uh, they usually take place over a period of time to allow commanders to schedule events 
without interrupting any of the union's readiness for war. But right now, they're just going to stand down, period, to get everything in perspective. So I commend the brother for uh, stepping up and trying to read things out because I'm sure it's so early in the game that I'm sure some of Trump's trolls are still trolling. So, well, they said it. some of those uh, people that were part of the riot were some of the either current or ex-military. Oh, without a doubt. And once they found that, they were realized then that, you know, look all we, the stuff they had. They looks had, like we may have a problem. They had helmets. They had military fatigue vests. They had all kinds of masks. They had they had all, please. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, they came ready for war. Yeah, but then they mm-hmm. went back to the suburbs acting like they never went anywhere. Like they weren't even there that, that, that Wednesday. Anyway. So that's a scoop of that day. Well, I wonder what are they going to punish any of the people who are currently Well they just want to weed right now they want military. They want to weed them out, you know. They're mm-hmm. trying not to have any kind of you know they gotta first of all they gotta stop approving <laughs> these permits that allows people you know, you gotta be selective on who you who you approve to to do that. I mean, I guess that I guess that goes to Washington D C you know, as opposed to the government. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm speculating, but, you know, you let these people have these permits, and, and there you go. You know, it's like... I wonder how are they going to weed people out as far as, like, not the people that could be seen on the cameras and stuff. Well, when they say I mean, stand like, down, when they say stand down, you know, being a vet myself, when the military says stand down, that means stop doing business as usual. You know what I mean? Stop doing business mm-hmm. as usual. Let's stop the plan of the day. Every day you come out, you have a plan of the day. What goes on right now? They want to set a new, a new order, a new order of business to see who's walking, still walking when everybody else is standing in place. You know what I mean? When you march, you start off with your left foot, left, right, left, right, left, right. If somebody starts with their right foot, then they they never been to a boot camp. You know what I'm asking is that when you say weed them out, and I'll use this for an example. If you find out you have some 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 perverts in your group and you say we got to weed out the perverts, what's the plan? Are you going to just say, okay, all the perverts, raise your hand, identify yourself because we got to weed you out? You know, I'm just saying that they aren't going to voluntarily identify themselves. You're talking about people who have a mindset, people who have extremist ways of thinking who may not have acted but you're trying to weed out the mentality from amongst the ranks. So I'm just wondering, how do you plan, how do they plan to do that? Well, you you, you use the wrong phrase, first of all. When you said pervert, we're not talking about perverts. I said I use that Wait a minute, I I know it's an example, but it's it's a complete wrong example because you you can't weed out, you have to weed out what, what is acting like they're normal. You, you don't think perverts think they're acting normal? Wait a minute. I, hold up. Hold I'm up. using that as an example. Right. I don't but, care if you're but, saying but, weed but, out the people but, who, but when who you drive it, without seatbelts, whatever the case. When you, I'm saying people are not going to, the point is, people are not going to self-identify as being part of the problem. Exactly. You're getting That's hung why, up on the example. I'm saying don't, don't even Yeah, but no, but hold up, hold up. I'm not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying that you, when you say that terminology, it takes it to the wrong phase. When people are standing down, that means that you're taking a better observation. 
it's almost like you have what the example I can use is that if you have a family reunion or a wedding reception, after a while, if you scope out it that if you scope it out for a minute, you can see just who wasn't invited to the wedding or to the reception. You know what I mean? Who's not related to the bride or the groom? You know what I mean? You can see that after a while. If you stop for a minute from partying for a minute at that reception and just pay attention for a minute. And the same with a family reunion. If you go around and just start asking people, hey, who are you here with? Oh, you know, such and such. Oh, who's cousin? Who's cousin to you? And if the person just start babbling, well, I'm, I, I'm, I, yeah, see, I would say that is an incorrect example right, because okay. the people well, that are in these ranks are people that are enlisted. They have their uniform. They're marching alongside, doing everything alongside with other enlisted people. But if, so they're not going to be the ones that just kind of came along and showed up. But if you're not part of the regular regiment, then you're not part of the regular regiment. Rules change every day. Publications change every day. Hair curls <laughs> change every day. Mustaches change every All right, day. I'm a, I don't think you understand. All right, well, I'm, I'm just I'm giving you. Hello. Ahead, Can I interject in one second? Um, Go for it. From the definition that I'm reading on, it says standing down means to withdraw or retire from a position. Or from a team. So when I hear them saying that the head guy is going to, you know, be standing down certain people in the military, he's going to weed those people out and get rid of those people. That's what I'm taking from that. And they're not going to take no shit. That's the bottom line. We're going to weed your ass out, and we're going to take you down. You have to resign, or it could be a... um, Military discharge or whatever you want to call it, but they just—they're just not going to tolerate um, nothing of this kind, this extremism stuff. They're right. not going to tolerate it. So, and I'm that just makes sense. Like, right? They just going to say bye. We, we don't need that because when when the um, troops were on the Capitol and stuff like that was was guarding them or whatever, mm-hmm. they found a lot of people that were. They needed to weed out, and that's what they did. They weeded them out. What they're going to do from there, I'm not sure. But from this definition, is to withdraw or retire from a position or from a team. So that means you got to be gone. Bye. That's what I got from it. So. But my question but wasn't the, about the standing down. I was questioning mm-hmm. the weeding out part. How do you weed out people if you are – how do you identify people who are thinking differently? People who have well, these extreme thoughts—that's what I well, was asking. How were they going to do they looked that? At, they looked at people's background and the things that they were into, what they associated with, types of people that they your associate actions. themselves with. Right. Right. That's what I said. Your um, actions. Because your action. I was just reading an article earlier that they were saying a lot of the white extremists—they're joining the police force, the military. You know, that's the way they are more or less "quote unquote" infiltrating certain. Um, system, you know, that's why it's probably been a lot of shootings, killings, and things of that nature because everybody wants to be a cop. These white extremists, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things. Yeah, I I tell you, you just I don't know. I just think that weeding out is real easy when you slow everything down. 
you get to see who's still moving mm-hmm. fast or who's okay. still moving. But anyway, we we, we mm-hmm. took a lot of time on that. All right. I'm we'll just trying to understand. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. I've got a uh, bond for ex-Columbus police officer, Adam Coy, who's been charged with murder in the shooting of Andre Hill. Now, some of us have seen this video ad nauseum, but this brother was an unarmed black man. Uh, the bail for this ex-police officer has been set at $3 million at the arraignment that took place uh, this afternoon. And this was in Franklin County Municipal Court. Uh, Elizabeth Sakin set the bond, and now Coy is facing charges that include murder, felonious assault, and dereliction of duty. Uh, if you guys recall this case, this is the one where the officer showed up, turned off, or either failed to turn on his body camera. The brother, Andre Hill, was in his garage. Uh, Coy, the officer, ex-officer, started shouting commands or something, and Coy was unarmed. He had, I think they said he had keys in his hand. The officer said he saw something silver and metallic and freaked out and started shooting. And it turns out they were just keys. Mm. And then to add insult to the whole thing, the brother laid there on the ground for a good five minutes without any kind of medical attention after being shot in his own garage. That's how crazy this case was. So the officers originally had been dispatched after a non-emergency call was placed by a neighbor about a vehicle that was parked on the street that was being turned on and off. So why a neighbor was concerned about somebody's car being turned on and off, I don't know. But that's what the neighbor called the police for originally. So this officer, Coy, showed up to respond to this call. And, you know, the whole thing is crazy. The caller, or the, the person who called about the car being turned on and off, did not mention Hill at all, nor did the caller mention the exact address where the shooting ended up taking place. Now, Hill uh, was holding a cell phone and, like I said, some keys. Coy fired multiple times, and then later he took um, he mis- said he mistook the key ring that uh, Andre Hill was holding. Uh, he mistook it as a gun. So mm. Coy has been suspended, and then around the end of December, on the 28th, he was fired. So, mm. you know, now mm. the whole thing has to go to trial. The family is basically saying they want to see this man be penalized, you know, at the maximum level because he took somebody's life. He took this brother Andre Hill's life over nothing. Mm. You know, how are you going to die in your own garage because you had a cell phone and keys in your hand and a gun-happy cop is out there tripping out? Yeah, and the crazy part about it, they handcuffed the man. How can you turn somebody over and handcuff the man? They're laying on the ground. That's ridiculous. Bleeding out and still didn't get any medical attention for more than five minutes. That's a long time Mm. when you're bleeding to death. No, it's just 12 minutes. It's over, oh, it's over 12? Five minutes. Okay, I thought I heard yeah. on the news it was five. 
It was 12 minutes past before anyone rendered aid to heal. Yep. Oh, gosh. That's even worse. Yeah, that's just crazy. At least try to save the man. You mean try to do that? So, yeah, then he, he should he should rot in hell. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. sorry. But, yeah. If that brother, you know, Andre Hill should not be dead. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's one of many. But in this particular case, I don't know who was turning a car on and off that had some neighbor upset. But to result in the death of someone who had nothing to do with it? Why don't you just go out there and see what the hell is going on? Why does the neighbor have to call the police for? Because that's you what punks do. Some things can be resolved. I mean, think about it. In the middle of the night, if you hear a car alarm going off or something like that, you're just going to get up and look outside unless something real serious is going on. Yeah, sure, you might call the police, but other than that, you're going to go right to back, back to bed. Yeah, but in this case, there was no alarm going off. Somebody's car was being turned on and off. Who knows what they were doing? Who cares what they were doing? Yeah. If it wasn't the car belonging to the person that called, why did they care? Yeah, unless you thought somebody was stealing the car. You know, it, it just wasn't enough information for police to come out there and investigate anything. It's just crazy. But, Especially ready to shoot somebody. Yeah, I agree. All right. Okay. Um, don't get off that soapbox because we've gone through too much this year and last year. Yeah. I wonder Black Lives Matter. They still down there protesting? I wonder. You don't hear too much about them no more, but hey, they still fighting for the cold. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's another article. All right. I got the last yeah. one here. San Quentin Prison. I haven't heard this name in a, in a minute. Um, San Quentin State Prison is facing the largest single penalty in the state over workplace safety violations uh, for failing to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Um, it resulted in 28 inmates, inmates' deaths and one correctional officer in a total of 2,200 confirmed cases. That's a, that's a lot. What? So, yep. California's oldest penitentiary, that speaks for itself how old it is, was slapped with over $421,000 in fines based on a June inspection eight months ago. Come on now. June inspection that found numerous violations, including failing to report deaths and injuries in a timely manner, failing to isolate new arriving inmates infected with the virus, and it says the fine is nearly double the highest ever issued in any facility. So it goes on to say um, the California OSHA report said um, comes on the heels of a state inspector general's report that found health officials with the corrections department ignored warnings to frontline health workers. Crazy. Um, they pressured them hastily transfer 189 COVID-infected inmates from California um, Institution for Men in Chino last month, triggering a deadly outbreak in San Quentin. So you transfer an inmates, almost 200, and you transfer them to San Quentin. That's insane. One, 
One state lawmaker called it the most deadly medical mistake in the history of the California prison system. So, like I said, almost 200 inmates died statewide among more than 48,000 who tested positive for COVID-19. Among the report's findings were that the prison failed to report the hospitalizations or deaths in a timely manner, lack of biosafety plan, an exposure plan, adequate uh, protective equipment for workers. Um, so, I mean, when you have those inmates coming in like that, they don't have the proper equipment to deal with the people that already have coronavirus? It's crazy. And I'm and, sure the uh, place is the, overcrowded. Sure, sure. So, last but not least, it says two of the inmates had COVID-19 symptoms on arrival, including one with a fever of 101.1 degrees. Mm-hmm. And you still going to, you know, admit them there. It's, it's like they just throwing them just in the barrel with everybody. I'm like, come on, y'all. Really? So, yeah, you need to put them on the kitchen list. Uh, San Quentin yeah. Prison. Yeah. Definitely. But that goes yeah, to show yeah. you how they see those inmates as being disposable. And that's saying, you, it's like you're not a human being. You just, I'm just going to throw you in with the wolves, with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Yeah. All right. I, I have mm-hmm. never heard of anything like that. How can you, mm. what'd you say, Papa Didi? Yeah, you quiet over there, Papa. <laughs> No, you're right. It's just it's a mess. It's a complete mess. Everything is just. <laughs> That's an atrocity. How can you just allow people to stay all packed up in there like that, knowing COVID is running rampant? Yeah, Why? they have made no provisions. I guess that's their way of uh, clearing out or whatever. Who knows what the mental thinking is on that? Were they weeding them mm. out too? Some people call casualties or whatever. Who knows? That's wow. not right. That's what it sounds like. And and, and these uh, Caucasians, the white uh, skin, they, you know, crying to their lawyers and saying they want to get out. And most of them do because of COVID-19. Come on, man, look at these stars that have gotten out. Even people that yeah. aren't stars, I mean, politicians, you know, they're getting out because of the COVID-19 spread. They're scared, too. I mean, like, whew. This just blows my mind. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Wow. Well, yeah. If you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. We're going to take a break, and we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up. 
on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Right, welcome back to the John Party. One here Papa D. And you kettle. Hello. And red wine. On the swad, darling. All right, it's that time. Hit him and quit him. You're up first, Papa Didi. Go ahead, hit it. Oh, I got here that Biden um, is considering mailing masks to every American. Come on, really? Come on. I, I mean, you know what I mean? I like the guy, but this is a little extreme. <laughs> you know. Oh, boy. Anyway, Biden's administration officials are weighing, sending masks to every American as they hope to uh, nudge individuals to do their part to lower coronavirus transmission rates. I mean, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klein said in an interview with NBC News that administration officials are looking at using mass supplies that the government already has in its stockpile. And he said that, uh, you know, to make the announcement, you know, over, over the next few days or the next few weeks about that. Biden has pleaded to Americans wear masks during the first 100 days of his administration. It's a step that he said that could help save thousands of lives. America's waiting to turn for the vaccine. And I just feel like, brother, look, come on, man. This is just, I can't even get a damn letter from <laughs> Cleveland. You know what I mean? I can't even get a damn, I can't even get a, a renewed bank card in the mail until it's like 15, 20 days, and I decide to call and cancel it and pay them $25 to send a rush order of the card to me. And this is a true story, you know. And and they're gonna send send masks to where, who, and how? You can't even get a good you can't even get a good censor count back in 2020. Censor people stand out the door like stalkers, you know, trying to trying to count people. And that sending the mask out to people is so counterproductive. It's not even funny. And I'm not putting the man down. I just think it's a bad idea because I think I don't want him to get caught into that that thing that Trump was doing by paying attention to every little thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pay attention mm-hmm. to getting money to people and all that jazz. Get people they do. Get get money to people. But let people buy their own damn mask. You about to send the ass 1400 Shit. If you're going to send somebody $1,400, they can at least buy a damn mask. I mean, come yeah, on. You ain't got to yeah. baby nobody. You ain't got to baby people. Come on. I mean, you know, being spoiled is just, that's just, that's just crazy. And you can't be too yeah. nice. I mean, be a be a civilized president. Be a a president that believes in righteousness and all that jazz. But man, but don't be a punk ass and just trying to please everybody because that shit'll blow up in your face. Anyway. And I wonder how much oh. is that going to cost? Well, it costs a whole lot of postage. That's for sure. And who's, who's paying for it? Yeah, that's a good question. Exactly. You got to pay mm-hmm. for the mask, like Papa Didi said, the postage. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to stuff all those envelopes and get them out, so you're paying for somebody's time. And not to mention, once everybody find out what's in it, they're going to be ripping them off. Oh, that's those masks. Go ahead, bring it open. Steal it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not. It ain't, it's nothing sacred. Yeah, you're about. right. Then some people going to be pissed when they say, well, I didn't get one. Somebody yeah, jacked it true. in the mail. I don't know. I mean, and, and like you all, said, and, what, 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 it, it, it's a big deal, but I'm just saying I, I agree with you, Father. Don't buy your own mask. 
Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to get that $1,400 check in the next week or so. Yeah. Let's, so. let's work on that. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, fashion mogul Peter Nygaard. He's denied bail. Canadian judge. Canadian fashion mogul Peter Nigo was denied bail uh, on Friday, meaning he could spend years in jail while fighting extradition to the United States, where he faces charges of sex trafficking, racketeering conspiracy, and other crimes that are said to have victimized dozens of women and teenage girls. Here we go. Now the wine scene. 79, 79 years old. Come on, yeah. Come oh, on, yeah. Multi, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Multimillionaire is accused of using his company's influence, money employees to recruit adult and quote-unquote minor age female victims over 25 years in the United States, the Bahamas, Canada, for his sexual gratification and that of his associates. Hmm. Until... Okay. Last year, Mr. Nigel uh, was um, the head of a multinational women's fashion company, uh, Nigar International, that he owned privately and built from scratch. It was known mostly for selling uh, leggings and tops to middle-aged women through its own outlets and department stores, um, claimed 12,000 employees. Uh, it made Nigel very rich. In 2014, Canadian Business Magazine estimated his wealth at $750 million. After federal authorities raided his home in, in L.A. and corporate headquarters in New York, uh, in February 2020, Mr. Nigel stepped down. His company then filed for bankruptcy in Canada yeah. and in the United States. But there's wow. a shot. We got a... Yeah, I mean, it's another wine thing. I mean, it sounds it. like it. Wow, over okay. 25 years. Wow, it's crazy. And how old so is he So put him now? on the kiss the list. 79? I just did. Uh, he, 79. Yeah, he's, a, he, he's been in jail since um, December. His name is Peter okay. Nygaard, N-Y-G-A-R-D, Nygaard. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of him, but I got him on the kiss uh-huh. list. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, I have the last one. Okay, this one mm-hmm. is about Rachel Powell. Here's another one of mm-hmm. these nuts. Rachel Powell, a single mother of eight, suspected of playing a role in the assault on the U.S. Capitol, was taken into custody in Pennsylvania last night. The FBI raided her home Thursday searching for evidence to help build a case against her. Uh, Powell was scheduled to appear before a federal magistrate uh, today. She faces multiple charges, including violent entry and disorderly conduct, obstruction, and depredation of government property. This woman has eight children. What the heck were you doing down here running with these nuts storming the Capitol? Anyway... She turned herself in after learning that she was facing criminal charges. Uh, Her attorney said she wanted to turn herself in to face the charges and address them head on. She probably cut a deal. Anyway, um, until yesterday, the FBI had declined to even call her a suspect and only was given a short statement saying that we had a search warrant for a raid on her house and that we were looking for her. So now they say they're conducting a court-authorized 
law enforcement activity at that location, seeking the whereabouts of Miss Rachel Powell. I guess that's another way of saying we coming for her. But she turned herself in, so. But she was seen on the videos taking that battering ram to the Capitol during the assault. So they got you on tape, Rachel. So, yeah, all you could do was turn yourself in and try to cut a deal. She's been known as the bullhorn lady. Apparently she was the one that was yelling through that bullhorn. She was vicious, too. Yeah. Isn't she the one yelling through the bullhorn that was, was giving directions? Vicious. Telling them, there, if you go down right below us, there's a floor right below, and there's a door, and you go through there. She was, like, yeah, she when, knew that. When they door. were heading down there, she was saying to the bullhorn, we need more men. Come on, we need more men out front so we can get in there. Oh, she was, oh, yeah. She's vicious. Yeah, they said she seemed to have knowledge of the building's floor plan. When she was yelling through that one opening area, she was telling them about go down one flight and you can come through this and that. So she knew something about that building. I don't know if she used to work there or she had gotten that You'd tour the day before. You'd be surprised. I don't know about that. Whatever before. the case, but she knew something. But so anyway, I'm putting her on the kiss at this. I know that's stupid. right. My my thing is, what is her connection with somebody within the inside? I think that's be what's surprised. going on. Yeah, be I yeah. know. Like, that's what yeah, they need to figure right. out. But, of course, they're not going to investigate anymore. Like you said, uh, Red Wine, she probably did a plea deal. Okay, let me plea myself out, pay a fine, and, let me, and keep moving. Yeah, because I'm sure she's going to play the I got kids card. Right. I, I believe she will reappear again. You go ahead and get slapped on the wrist, she's going to reappear once again. So just let's just keep an eye on her. Put her on the kitchen, mm-hmm. just like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I got her. Yeah. Crazy woman. You got eight kids right. and you do something stupid like that. Mm, anyway. All right, All that right. wraps up the hit and quit a headline. <laughs> Gonna take a quick break and we coming back with Kettle and the cocktail of the week. Week, week. On the other side of the break. Hey, this is Kettle with the yellow top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the pajama party live. So you can reach us at nine one four eight oh three forty three oh six. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now. 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here it comes. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, welcome back to Jean Party. One, your host Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo! It's that time. I love that music. All right, now we're about to get it in. This is cold. It's time for Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. Week, week. I think you just like saying that real one. <laughs> yes, I do. Huh? All right. Try our Holland Sour recipe combining Ciroc, Amaretto, and orange juice. We're going to shake and enjoy your vodka cocktail. With 1.5 ounces of Ciroc Amaretto, that's Ciroc Vodka, 
uh, 0.5 ounces of orange juice, 0.5 ounces of lemon juice, and 0.5 ounces of simple syrup. So we're going to combine those ingredients and shake them with ice. Shake well and strain into a rock glass filled with ice and garnish with the orange wheel. And that is called the Harlem Sour. So enjoy that this Sunday in the Super Bowl. And that'll be on our website. So check it out before Sunday. Ooh-wee! Harlem Sour. That sounds good. Yeah. Is that an authentic drink out of Harlem? (laughs) I'm quite sure. Uh All right. Well, the cocktail of the week is brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment, a parent company. You can check them out at dchomegrown.com. See what they are all about and what's going on with D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. And let's see what else. Oh, we're getting ready to switch gears and go to Papa Didi. Are you ready or we want to take a break? I'm ready. Okay, Papa Didi said he's ready to go. All right, it's time for Papa Didi and What's Poppin'. So, uh, Papa Didi, what's poppin'? All kinds of crap. Well, let's get back on that uh, Marjorie Green. The way she pushed back on everything she ever said. I've never seen a person that um, preached the gospel of what she believes in big time, but then sat back and denied everything and claimed that she was clean as a whistle when she would defend herself to lose her rank and file, which I feel now she ain't going to be doing nothing but collecting paychecks because she really don't have a job. You know, they usually assign people to other committees, and committees get together to hash out situations. You know, she was on the education committee, so I guess if the uh, secretary of education has some stuff that they want to push through, then they'll they'll be on the board of it. But but she damn sure didn't need to be on that because ain't nothing educated about her at all. <laughs> she should be on the fucking playground committee or something. But anyway. Getting back to her, this woman, like, but what got everybody was when they showed that big old poster of her holding that rifle that she photoshopped herself on with the pictures of the Congress people on there, you know, talking about them, and she's toting a big old gun and saying, that was another time when I was led to believe this and led to believe that. Well, you know, you're 46 years old. You know what I mean? I could see if she was 26, then you would kind of give her a little thing by calling her brainwashed, but hell, by the time you turn 46, you done dipped your ass in the sauce a thousand times already. You know what I mean? It's time for you the next four years, by the turn 50, it's time for you to have been straightened up and to fly right by now. But you still walk around at 46 years old talking like you're 16 through 25. And that's what was, was ridiculous. But now... When she said all this stuff, saying, oh, there was a 9-11. Oh, yeah, those kids did get killed in that school. And then this whole, uh, what is it called, the QAnon, mm-hmm. claiming that the Democrats are all uh, pedophiles and they're eating their babies and all this. How the fuck did she get in Congress talking like that? What the hell? You know what I mean? How do you eat? And then you got people in Congress. And then what gets me is that, People out was she when is she gonna believe that she was being played by other 
Republicans that just sat there and let her be their mouthpiece on how they really feel. You know, there's a difference between you feeling a certain way and you saying how you feel. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people let people talk, but then they won't talk themselves. A lot of people would let Charles Barkley talk and then get on the news thing and say, yeah, well, just like Barkley said, you know, you know, Charles Barkley said it right. Well, well, why the hell we had to hear from Charles Barkley when you feel the same way? Somebody asks you, you don't say shit. And you got a lot of people out there like that today that don't want to really speak on what they believe in, but can really, you know, like use people to speak for them. It happens all the time in conference calls on the job, you know. When, it, when, the, when the boss says, has anybody got any questions about anything? All these idiots that should have questions, the ones on the job that don't know shit, that you hear crickets when they say anybody got any questions. But it's usually the intellectual ones or the ones that know what's going on or the ones that are averse on what's going down in the office or the ones that are conversating on on the conference call, you know? Yeah, well, how you feel? Well, yeah, we don't, yeah, that's good, yeah, that's good. But the people that, are, that are, you hear crickets in them are the ones, they're the fucking idiots. They ain't saying Jack, because they don't know Jack. That's why they're so quiet, because they don't know nothing from the beginning. And it's so sad. But this woman here, whew, a complete mess. How she got elected, I will never know. And the people that's, that's like, you know, supporting her, the guy, uh, the one that don't wear a jacket, what's his name, Jordan? Mm-hmm. All these people. Now, he feels, you know, he feels that way, I'm sure. But he ain't letting her, let her do the talking. I'm like... I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, 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 crazy. And and I just got to say this here in closing. That woman, Marjorie Green, is the poster child for how crazy white folks have gotten before our eyes. When they already were that, but now they, they just on in full bloom. And she was the poster child for it because she was just a mess. And then now she's copping a plead. That plea was unbelievable. I mean, everything she said was like, no, no, 9-11 did happen. Well, this did happen. I was, I'm like, why are you copping the plea? You sound like a damn fool now. But anyway, they get away with it. They get away with it. Black person talking like that would have been ousted with the quickness, and we all know that. So I'll leave that there. Anyway. Right. You right about it. Yeah, she's a hot mess. Yeah. I was actually, I'm, I'm going to talk about her, too, when I'm just talking, because it's been on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, to answer your question, Papa, I, I think she, she got um, elected by default. Um, and someone else was born. Yeah, I, yeah, but, I heard about um, that. Yeah, and but he, but she, um, from what I've heard, the report said she intimidated him, and he backed out. Yeah, that's what happened. You know what, though? Her anger was so vicious, I would back out, too. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, before she backed down with this here and got confronted to confess her way she was talking, she was a mess. I mean, Mm -hmm. she was an animal. I mean, like foaming at the mouth kind of thing. Following the guy who was a a survivor from the the high school shootings. She's walking Mm -hmm. behind him, telling him, you know, that really didn't happen. That really didn't happen. I'm, I'm like, wh- how are you walking behind a person who was in a high school shooting? And he's up on wow. Capitol Hill trying to talk about it. And she's walking behind him telling him, 
you know, you, you know, you get out. That, that that didn't happen. You know, you need to stop doing that, or you're stopping the gun laws and all this. She was a mess. Or oh, she is She's a mess. She's a nut. Hmm. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? How you say it? Well, I right. tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm a, I'm gonna lighten take a break. No, I'm gonna take <laughs> a break, right. and then we can lighten it up. Because right. my glass is empty. So I need to take a quick break, if you guys don't mind. And when we come back, we're going to lighten it up, as Kettle says, with uh, the weird news. So we'll be back with the weird news on the other side of the break. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and, of course, we have the last word. I like the revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee. I like that Crown Royal flush with the Crown Royal peach knock and cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. Welcome back to the John Party One. It was Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. <coughs> All right, Kettle. What, what are we going to do? You want to lighten it up? All right. Let's lighten it up. All right. Uh, oh, I'm up first. My bad. Okay, I got one on... I don't even know. <laughs> this, okay, I'll just tell you what it says. A 2016 study on scientists teaching spinach to send emails goes viral. Yes, you heard that right. Scientists teaching spinach to send emails goes viral. Uh, the Internet went into a frenzy on Tuesday of this week after Euronews resurfaced a 2016 study about scientists teaching spinach plants to detect explosives and send emails. The study was originally published in the Journal of Nature Materials, and it it says that plant nanobionics refers to the scientific practice of altering plants with extremely small particles to give them new abilities. In the study, researchers from MIT and the University of California, Riverside, embedded tiny sensors made of carbon nanotubes into spinach leaves so that they could detect nitroaromatic compounds, which are often found in explosives. Once the roots come into contact with these compounds, the sensors in the leaves of the spinach issue a fluorescent signal 
that was detected by an infrared camera attached to a computer that would send researchers an email alert. Now, what would possess somebody to even try to set this up? But that's what they were doing, and it worked. They said plants are a very good analytical little chemist and that they have um, extensive root network in the soil and that they're constantly sampling groundwater. That's, I don't know. Spinach. Go figure. It says that plants could already detect oncoming droughts as well as subtle changes in soil and water. And plant nanobionic research could be extremely useful in the near future for detecting pollutants and combating environmental changes. Go figure. So they rigged up the spinach so it could detect explosives and fluorescent things would go off and hit something on a computer that would send an email to say, hey, the spinach detected something. That's weird. I yeah, think whenever I, I eat spinach that. now, well, when I eat spinach now, I'm going to look at it funny. <laughs> All right. All right. What you got, Papa Didi? This is New Hampshire uh, politicians banned pets from remote bill hearings. Hmm. Remote bill, I don't know what that means exactly, but uh, anyway, we'll read on and try to find out. Anyway, um, politically active pets are out of luck in New Hampshire, where some lawmakers have been told to keep their cats and dogs out of the rooms when they uh, log on for, for remote hearings. Oh. Remote bill, okay. All right, I guess remote to the computer. All right, I'm still got to get into the COVID mood here. All right, uh, Representative uh, Anita Burroughs, mm-hmm. a Democrat from uh, from Glenn, said her cat, Josh, and Jack have been uh, appearing several recent. Oh, yeah, I understand it now. I got it now. Yeah, I, I agree 110%. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the, I'll, I'll comment after this. Anyway. Uh, this lady here, uh, Democrat from Glenn, uh, said her cat Josh and Jack have made appearances during several uh, House uh, committee and, and chair affairs hearings where uh, Wednesday uh, when Joffy's fluffy black cat and white face partially obstructed uh, her own her own view by moving right in front of the camera. Oh, no goodness. one objected at the time, but a colleague later passed along a message from the committee chair saying, this is a bunch of crap, okay? Because <laughs> tre- they're trying to make rulings in, on very important bills, and dogs are barking and things are going on. and Cats are jumping in the camera. Yeah, and it's like, you know, they said the chair uh, talked to her and said, no animals in the room, please, you know. And she, she objects to it because she claims she's such an animal lover. And, you know, classic white folks, I guess, uh, you know, whatever you're going to do. But anyway, uh, so they, they, they passed a bill saying, look, uh, no pets allowed. And in, in when, we, when we're when we passing bills, we're having bill hearings to, to do legislation and all that, you know, please, curve your dog, curve your cat, whatever you got. And uh, they're going forward with it. We're resistance, though, from the animal lovers, but... Uh, and it's the same way with local news. 
when they remote to different places, and especially mm-hmm. one of the ladies on TV, her cat is walking like on the back of the sofa behind her, and she's joking about, yeah, where is my cat? Da, 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 da. You know, nobody gives a damn about your cat, you know? <laughs> so. Well, it is distracting when you're on a Zoom call and people are trying to handle business. And then you see somebody's dog licking the camera. All you know, you look up and yeah. all you see is a big tongue. And it's like, what in the world is going on? And they go, Oh, I'm so sorry, that was my dog. Oh Lord, they think yeah, that's, that's the cutest right. thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they think it's cute. That ain't cute. Mm-hmm. That's distracting. True that. Mm-hmm. All right. I got the last one here. Um, interesting cactus smuggler. Caught with 947 plants strapped to her body. Just imagine oh that. God. Cactus plants strapped to your body. Okay, here we go. In New Zealand, authorities have sentenced a woman who tried uh, to smuggle nearly 1,000 cacti and mm. succulents into the country strapped to her body. The woman, uh, Winquick Lee, She's 38, pleaded guilty to violating biosecurity laws after she was caught twice with the plants and seeds at the international airport. Twice? Uh, Auckland, uh, yep, uh, when returning home to the city from China. New Zealand's Ministry uh, for Primary in- Industry said in a statement, she was sentenced to intensive supervision for 12 months and 100 hours of community work. Uh, she, she strapped stockings containing um, over the 900 succulents and cacti, valued at over $10,000. So her body attempted wow. to bring them into the country. The cacti included eight endangered and threatened species. She tried to dispose of the items in the airport toilets after attracting the attention of a detector dog. Wow. In a separate incident, um, she was found in possession of 142 seeds hidden in um, her iPad, packaged iPad covers in her luggage. She also um, was carrying plant pots and ornaments, which were found to contain a snail and pieces of tree fern. They were wrapped in moldy, wet paper, also a potential source of disease. So this woman, I guess, she was a, yeah, the, the, it goes on to say the woman was a seller and trader of succulents on Tradesy, a classified website similar to Craigslist. <laughs> okay. Please wow. put her on the, on, on the kisser list. Miss Lee, okay. L-I, or Lyle Lee, as we want to call it. Wow. Okay. Mm. It's Lee. That's the mm-hmm. cactus smuggler. And I didn't realize they had all this going on. I mean, I guess they have dogs for everything, I guess. Sniff out just about anything. Oh. I suppose so. I guess the dogs are trained it to, to you know, find those things, cacti and succulents and all that. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Ooh, help, me, help me. I know. <laughs> like you said, who knew? <laughs> That's wow. why it's the weird news. For sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll take a quick break. 
And we'll be back on the other side with, I'm just saying, on the Pajama Party Show. You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called the Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on out of your nerves. So we call them out and put them on the Kiss It List, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our Kiss It List, hit us on Twitter at apajamaparty and use hashtag KissIt, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude. Oh, you're on the kiss it list. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Um, swab, darling. Ay, 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 ay. All right. All right. Uh, coming up, we got red wine with, uh, I'm just saying, take it away. Thank you, Papa Didi. Merci beaucoup. All right. I'm just saying, you changed your tune quick. I got to piggyback on Papa Didi talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene. That woman is a nut. Nutcase. So, Miss Mouth Almighty. Tongue everlasting. There it is. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the representative from Georgia and resident nut, is singing a different tune this week when Congress started saying she needed to go take her crazy beliefs with her. Now, they should have booted her altogether, in my opinion. But what they did was they voted. 230 to 199, with 11 Republicans voting against her to remove her from all of her committee responsibilities. I don't know why they didn't just get rid of her, period. Send her back to Georgia, but that's what they did. Now, one of those committees, like Papa Didi said, was the Education Committee. How the heck did she end up on that committee is a mystery. Now, we all remember when she proudly kept repeating all that stuff about mass school shootings were all made up and how she stood on the floor of the Senate claiming this week that not only does she believe school shootings actually happen, but now she's backtracking on saying 9-11 was fake too. This double-talking lion heifer stood there and said not only does she know that 9-11 happened, But then she recounted how she was at home the day it happened, and she cried. When 9-11 happened, she was at home, and that she cried. I'm like, lying heifer. Now, first you claim it didn't happen. It was all fabricated. Now you say, oh, I was at home, and I cried over it. See, she going to make me cuss. Child, please. You changed your tune real quick, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, she went back and deleted stuff from her social media accounts, but in my opinion, of course, it was way too late for that because people had already captured it, passed it around, sent it to other people, etc. We all saw the videos. We read the stuff she posted. Do you know she posted some stuff previously that said Jewish-operated lasers from the sky is what was causing forest fires? This is the kind of stuff she was saying. Jewish lasers from the sky 
is what was the lasers were hitting things and causing the trees and things to catch on fire. That's how off the chain this woman is. And, of course, she was a hardcore supporter of QAnon, probably still is, with all their off-the-wall beliefs. Now, she claims she just stumbled across all of this stuff and that she found it believable because she didn't trust the government. She didn't trust the government. So she decided to believe in all these other conspiracy theories. And this was just like in 2017, 2018, when she was saying all this stuff and posting all this stuff. But to to say you don't trust the government just like less than five years ago, and now here you are, an elected member of Congress? (laughs) There's a dead cat on the line somewhere, and it's that heifer. Now, during her hearing, she said she was allowed to believe in these conspiracy theories. I'm still trying to understand, what do you mean you were allowed? What Does that mean somebody gave you permission to believe in a bunch of crap? Allowed by whom? You a grown-ass woman. You chose to swallow all of that bull, hook, line, and sinker, and then you chose to spread it online. So don't try to say you were allowed like you were a teenager and you didn't know any better. Oh, And wait, what, what did any of that have to do with the fact that she threatened, I can't think of her name, but the sister who recently was elected from um, Ferguson, Missouri. She threatened that sister in the halls of, of Congress. And she moved her office. And that sister said, you know what? You crazy. I'm moving my office. I don't even want to be near you yeah. because you're crazy. Now, see, she didn't apologize for that. She didn't recount any of that during this hearing. She was only focused on uh, 9-11 and school shootings and all that. This half is crazy. Crazy to the core. And I think they're going to eventually see it. Because you can't hide that level of crazy but so long. Well, Georgia need to get together and vote her out. They really do. So this is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, Marjorie Taylor Greene changed her tune real quick, and she's still off key. That's all I got. Crazy hell. How many years did Congress people got involved? Oh, that's a good question. Two, four, six. I, I want to say it's four, but I'm not sure. Oh, boy, we in trouble. <laughs> no, George is in Well, yeah, we're all in trouble. Mm-hmm. I was going to say George is in trouble, but I think it's all of us because she yeah, still has a voice. I, I think she's, she's on something. She's probably yeah, popping some pills or, or, or she's drinking something, drinking the Kool-Aid or something. Something ain't I don't know. Well, okay. All right. Putting her on the kiss well, list? What's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Might as well. Okay. I wrote that name down with a quickness. <laughs> Make sure it's in bold letters. <laughs> yes, indeedy. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. 
If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Papa Didi and living for the city. So, Papa Didi, what's happening in the city? I tell you what, it ain't easy. It never <laughs> is. I tell you, uh, you know... Lately, like we were talking about earlier when we were talking about weeding people out, you know, let's, let's t- talk about that subject again. You know, what I was trying to explain earlier was that uh, when you weed people out, you really can, you know, you can just slow it down. Because and, 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 people that are all wired up, they're wired up. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to slow down. I mean, they'll slow down thinking they're going at pace with everybody else, but... I mean, you you know the people you work around, you know, and you know who's been talking, and they're gonna probably start cracking down on who's got that, you know, Trump ideology, you know, who's been talking about it. I want the names. Everybody's been speaking on Trump, and they ain't gonna just go flagging and pulling out of the office, but now they're gonna keep a close eye on you. They can even send people to watch you, or just follow you home, or follow your whole thing, especially like you said on the social media thing. You know, mm-hmm. if people are still stupid enough to put their business on that, I mean that's a that's a big trap. You know, you get trapped right out the out the gate with that move. So you know, I just think that uh, that whole situation on a what was that the sixth of January? That whole thing was a conglomeration of every right wing whatever got together. You know what I mean? That had to be at least, just like people say there's over 2,500 different religions out there. And I'm serious. 2,500 different religions, especially up in, in, in Florida. Close you get by Miami, all the stuff that rolls up in that water from all the Caribbean countries. Everybody come in with a white robe on, thinking they're the Dalai Lama. You know what I mean? Whether they come from Haiti or, or wherever. You know, and they just praise and they get people there to they bring in their little cults and everybody got their little followers and and it's the same way with this here. That that day was a conglomerate of every right wing whatever, you know, and they were all probably meeting and greeting each other. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the Aryan Nation, such and such. Oh, I'm from the you know keep Hitler alive, such and such. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, and they all met that day. I don't think some people didn't know each other, a lot of them, but they all had that one thing in common. They had that evilness, and, and the sad part about it, 
is the evilness is coupled with right with white privilege. You know? That's what gets them through the doors. That's what gets them down the street. That's what gets them to gather. That's what gets everybody else to part ways like the reds you know, like the sea just opening. And they could just walk where they want to walk because nobody bothers them because they think they're walking in white truth and right white freedom. Well, white, uh, you know, we got the, the Second Amendment, we got the First Amendment, we got the Fifth Amendment, we got the Amendment, and can't none of them read shit. Ain't none of them probably never read a damn thing. But they all can preach what what amendment got to do with them. You know, if they going to carry their gun, Second Amendment. If they going to say what they want to say, First Amendment. You know, if they want to go to court and don't say shit, Fifth Amendment. But they ain't never read none of that shit. I ain't never read that shit. Okay. And I'm a half-assed intelligent person, so if I know I ain't read it, their ignorant ass ain't read it, but we all know the numbers memorized by heart on what they stand for. But they can preach that stuff, but then nobody bothers them. How do you get all the way to the Capitol steps like that and just infiltrate it? And then how do you break one window in the Capitol without somebody shutting that down immediately? Because in the beginning... All you had that day was a permit. That's all you had. You had no right to do anything else. True. You had a permit. To gather. And that's like you having a pit permit to go to do anything. To march anywhere. To be granted a pit. When you go in that little office in D.C., uh, we want to permit. Oh, we want to permit because we just want to protest. Uh, 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 uh. All right, yeah, no violence. Right? Yeah, no violence. Yeah, no violence. You know, no violence. We just want to promote the fact that we're here to support Trump and blah, 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 blah. they nice as hell when they go in the office and they sign the shit and they whatever do what they got to do. I don't know if they got to pay for a permit or whatever, you know. <clears throat> but then when they get out there, now, now they start talking amongst each other. Where you? Where you this? Where, where you? Or right, bring a gas. Bring. We need someone to bring gas masks. We need somebody to bring flares. We need somebody to bring. Bring your biggest Trump flag. Bring it this. Bring it that. This is all. And everybody brings their little stuff. And they all got their pickup trucks. And they all got their crap. You know, guns, Molly top cocktails, all this stuff that <laughs> the average black person ain't got none of this crap. You know what I mean? They don't have none of this. I don't have flares. I don't have Molly Tock cocktails. I don't have big old flags. I don't have all this uh, laughing gas or pipe bombs or, you know, guns, long rifles, ammunition. Really? Did Martin Luther King's people ever bring that kind of stuff to a rally? Nope. Never. And they the ones who went away with busted heads and busted faces and, and dogs sicked on them and... and and hoses sprayed on them. And they ain't never had no weapon nowhere. And now these jokers is breaking into the Capitol building, which has been standing for years and stands for so much. And Trump just sat there watching it, laughing it, liking it, loving it. I mean, when the president doesn't make a move, and when the president incites it, and then when it goes down, he does nothing to stop it. That's what the impeachment is all about. Mm-hmm. But these idiots up there, the Republicans, are going to stop it. Lindsey Graham and all of them to feel like they got to stay on the right side of white. Well, we just push it back and it'll blow over and 
and we'll let Trump relax and let him enjoy his retirement, blah, 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 blah. Trump is not coming back to D.C. I guarantee you. Because the beautiful thing about life, life changes every day. You know? Every day God sends, it changes. Because people change it. Things happen. People pass on. People die. People move on. And every time people move on, something is different. Everything is different. It's like the song says. And when I die and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born in this world to carry on, to carry on. And that's how it goes. So don't think nothing stays the same. Every day God sends, every day the sun rises, something will be different. Believe me, you go somewhere you ain't been in a while, something different. When I was in the Navy, I'd go out to sea for seven months on a Mediterranean cruise. I'd come back seven months later, and everything is different. Buildings are built. People who were young, young teenagers are mature now. People are in seven months. Seven months. Just like that. Just like when kids go away for the summer, come back in September. A little different. You know? Little girl going from 11th grade to 12th grade. Look totally different. Little boy on the football team. He was a junior in 11th grade. Now he's on the varsity team in 12th grade. Like a grown-ass man. Over the summer. So Trump ain't coming back. I said that to say that. Four years from now, people ain't going to recognize Trump. He'll be fat as a pig and looking crazy. And old girl, she'll be sleeping with a Secret Service somewhere with his wife. Anyway, that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> okay, Papa Didi. That's living in the city. Ooh. Ooh, he had both barrels loaded on that one. For sure. Wow. Mm. My, my, my. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, all right. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Woo. All right. All right. Well, are you ready for the Hollywood wrap-up, or shall we take a break? Uh, we can rock and roll. I'm, I'm going to give us, um, since we got a lot going on this month, Black History Month, I'm going to give a little background on that, and I'll push on with the Hollywood. I'm ready. Oh, okay. You you got something for Black History Month? I sure do. This is oh. our month. We got to stand for it. <laughs> hey. Happy, happy uh, Black History Month. You got 28 days to do it, right? All right. Yeah. We'll get it in. We better go ahead and get it in while we can. Um, if if no right. one knows, Black History Month began 1915. Half a century Ooh. after Thirteenth Amendment, we talked about amendments and, and other amendments. You know, there we go. Thirteenth right. Amendment abolished slavery in the United States. Oh. Um, it was founded by uh, Woodson, Carter G. Woodson, and Jesse E. Moreland. He was a, a prominent minister. And no, I always thought it was um, Carter uh, by himself. Um, they started this Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, an organization dedicated to researching and promoting achievements by black Americans and other peoples of African descent. All right. So it's known today as Association for the Study of African American Life and History. 
The group sponsored a National Negro History Week in 26, 1926. They chose the second week of February to um, coincide with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Um, and it goes on to say the event inspired schools and communities nationwide. So, um, yeah, so they adopted that. Um, in the decades that follow, um, in the 60s, in the late 60s, thanks in part to the Civil Rights Movement, of course, um, growing awareness of black identity, Negro History Week, as they called it back then, had evolved uh, into Black History Month on many college campuses. It wasn't until President Gerald Ford, oh, wow, officially recognized Black History Month in 76, calling upon the public to, quote-unquote, seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Interesting. Didn't know that. Didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, yep, so um, they have different themes. So this year's theme is Black History Month. 2021 theme is Black Family Representation. Identity and diversity so, should be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Well, that's a little little known history. Also, um, since we're into Black history, um, it's at least eleven retailers that are highlighting um, Blacks and their accomplishments or businesses. Um, yeah, Walmart. They're supporting a black-owned businesses during this month of February. Um, you can check on their, um, they have a landing page, Black History Month landing page, which features different brands and some stories behind their founders. That's Walmart, New Balance. Um, they have uh, some fashion coming out, T-shirts, hoodies, sneakers um, with different striking colors. Uh, Apple. Um, I did see that. They have a, a, a red, black, and green watch on a Black History Month. That's pretty cool. Are they um, giving Macy's. it away? Of course not. <laughs> see, that's just um, merchandising. 1500 yeah. 1500 yeah, Probably. Um, Macy's, oh, that's my people. Um, they're highlighting um, African-American uh, uh, small businesses. Black-owned okay. beauty and style brands throughout the month, um, and then the money goes directly to Black Girls Code and United Negro College Fund. So I thought that's okay, pretty cool. I respect that. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, but those ones, Gap New and, Balance, but New mm-hmm. Balance and Apple, they can kiss it. All they're doing is just trying oh. to make money off of Black History Month. Oh, okay. Well, I mean. I think some of these um, um, different companies, they're, you know, giving back, like the Gap and Michaels. Even Michaels is getting into it. Uh, that was pretty good. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Give back to who? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to understand. Who's giving what to who? Okay, we're going to let it go. All right. All Black right. history. All right. Yay. I'm, I'm, all right. <laughs> I'm going to get into... Uh, What's, what's Michael doing again? Wait a minute. Papa uh, Didi asked, what about Michael? What's, what they got? Some black paper clips? Uh, <laughs> no, some bandanas and they had some T-shirts. Um, okay. So on saw with Black History Month. Um, different colors, vibrant colors and things. 
black oh, men. Are green. they giving them away? Uh, are they giving them to black people? They, what, what's they, up? Red wine is on it. These retailers something. Come on, y'all. Come mm. on, man. They, they giving trying. them nothing. They trying. They trying. Yeah, they trying, trying my patience. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to get off this so Okay, Hollywood. I'm going to get into my Hollywood. Okay. It's going to be short and sweet tonight. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, our girl Lorraine Tucson. Uh, you guys are familiar with Lorraine Tucson. She used to play on Rosewood, Orange is the New Black, um, The Village. Uh, she is going to be on The Equalizer. The Equalizer premieres right after the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, on CBS, Queen Latifah, she is the head person on this, um, a female equalizer. So, um, Queen Latifah, she goes on Twitter, I am so excited uh, for you to see the equalizer on CBS this Sunday after the Super Bowl. I know you can't wait to meet um, different characters, I guess, on, on the show that she's talking about. Uh, she put out a, a tweet on that. But... Um, the woman, uh, Lorraine Tucson, she's going to play an aunt, uh, her aunt on the um, Equalizer. So that should be pretty interesting. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed her on, on um, Rosewood. She was real good. She played. Um, yes. Uh, she was the mother. She played. Yes. Yeah. Right. She played the she mother. She played. Um, yes. What's his name's mother? Yeah. I was what? mad that that what? show didn't last because I enjoyed that show. I agree. I agree. So. Um, so she's going to be part of the CIA Black Ops. I guess she's probably retired, and they want her back for a particular case. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see Queen Latifah in in action. So um, that's going to be interesting. Okay. Very yeah, interesting. that's a good word, interesting. But I wish mm-hmm. her well. I hope it goes well. Right. Okay. Um, also. Um, uh, Photographer, she's a trailblazer in the in the photography field. Trisha Mizorox, she does the photography. The the um, it's called Toddler Wood. She has a website called that. She creates um, famous people like uh, John Lewis, Harriet Tubman, um, Angela Davis, Nina Simone, um, Kendrick Lamar. You know they're they're young people, but she um, recreates uh, these um, you know these famous people, Dr. Martin Luther King and and so on. So um, her website is called Toddlewood, and uh, it's interesting because they had a good one with the um, Congresswoman. Um, oh wow, what's the Congresswoman's name? I forgot her name. Um, they call her um, Mama Congresswoman or something. Um, Ooh, I don't know. It'll it'll come back to me. I can't remember her name, but yeah, that was a good one that she recreated. You have to look it up. So, uh, okay. So 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 look out for that photographer, Trisha uh, Meserock. Um, also, celebrities have passed on just recently. Christopher Plummer. He was ninety-one. Um, passed away today Passed peacefully at his home In Connecticut um, With his wife um, 53 years Wow um, 
His longtime friend and manager uh, says that Chris was an extraordinary man who deeply loved and respected his profession with great old-fashioned manners. All right. He was a very yeah. classy guy. Yeah, Christopher Palmer. He did a lot. You know, he was um, he played the father in the original Sound of Music. Oh, okay. Oh, Von Trapp. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. Mr. Von Trapp in the Sound of Music. Yeah, yeah, Captain Von Trapp. Yeah, yeah. He also that's the one that always. I remember him. Okay, he also played in um, an interesting thriller called Knives Out. Um, Oh, he was in that. That was okay. Yes, that was his recent, and and that's a thriller. That was a good one called Knives Out. I'm quite sure it's on um, DVD or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Okay, I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama um, hire Graham set six projects at Netflix. So they're on the move with their uh, uh, different projects. Um, they already have um, three films that's already debuted. American Factory, Crips, Crip Camp. Also becoming, and also they produced the Michelle Obama her podcast. Also, so um, they got a lot going on here. So okay, and it's called uh, what Higher Ground. That's the name of their uh, production company. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm interested to see what other projects they have coming out. Um, they have some documentaries and some films coming out. So. So we'll see. I wonder if that was based on when Michelle Obama said, "When they go low, we go high." Oh, uh, what you mean, the particular podcast? No, I mean the name of their production company, Higher Ground. Oh, oh, probably. So. I wonder if that mm-hmm. inspired the name of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. All right. Okay. Well, that's my Hollywood wrap up, short and sweet. All right. That was a good one. I love it when I feel informed. Okay. Well, let's see. We are at the bottom of the hour and down to the kiss it list already. Yeah. We can go for it. That's a big thing. Or I do have, well, I guess we could do it next week. I still have that uh, Smokey Robinson Black History piece. If you want to run it, we can uh, play that. I don't know if everybody has ever heard that, but it was such a good piece. Black in America with Smokey Robinson. Want to go for it? I'm I'm open. All right. Hey. All right. Let's go for it. This is Smokey Robinson, Black in America. Doug Poetry, please give it up for Smokey Robinson. I love being black. I love being called black. I love being an American. I love being a black American. But as a black man in this country, I think it's a shame that every few years we get a change of name. Since those first ships arrived here from Africa that came across the sea, there were already black men in this country who were free. 
And as for those who came over on those terrible boats, they were called nigger and slave and told what to do and how to behave. And then Master started tripping, doing his midnight tipping down to the slave shacks where he forced he and great-great-grandma to be together. And if great-great-grandpa protested, he got tired and feathered. And at the same time, the black men in the country who were free were mating with the tribes like the Apache and the Cherokee. And as a result of all that, we're a parade of every shade. And in this late day and age, you can be sure there ain't too many of us in this country whose bloodline is pure. But according to a geological, geographical, genealogy study published in Time magazine, <laughs> the black African people were the first on the scene. So for what it's worth, the black African people were the first on earth, and through migration, our characteristics started to change and rearrange to adapt to whatever climate we migrated to. And that's how I became me, and you became you. So if we're going to go back, let's go all the way back. And if Adam was black and Eve was black, then that kind of makes it a natural fact that everybody in America is an African-American. Everybody in Europe is an African-European. Everybody in the Orient is an African-Asian, and so on and so on. That is, if the origin of man is what we're going to go on. And if one drop of black blood makes you black like they say, then everybody's black anyway. So quit trying to change my identity. I'm already who I was meant to be. I'm a black American born and raised. And Brother James Brown wrote a wonderful phrase. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Because I'm proud to be black. And I ain't never lived in Africa. And because my great-great-granddaddy on my daddy's side did, don't mean I want to go back. <laughs> now, I have nothing against Africa. It's where some of the most beautiful places and people in the world are found. But I've been blessed to go a lot of places in this world. And if you ask me where I choose to live, I pick America, hands down. Now, by and by, we were called Negroes. And after a while, that name was banished. Anyway, Negro is just how you say black in Spanish. <laughs> then we were called colored. But shit, everybody's one color or another, and I think it's a shame that we hold that against each other. And it seems like we reverted back to a time when being called black was an insult, even if it was another black man who said that a fight would result, because we've been so brainwashed that black was wrong to leaving the yellow niggas and the black niggas couldn't get along. <laughs> but then came the 1960s when we struggled and died to be called equal in black and we walked with pride with our heads held high and our shoulders pushed back and black was beautiful. But I guess that wasn't good enough because now here they come with some other stuff. Who comes up with this shit anyway? Was it one or a group of niggas just sitting around one day? <laughs> Feeling a little insecure again about being called black and decided that African-Americans sounded a little more exotic. Well, I think you were being a little more neurotic. It's that same mentality that got Amos and Andy put off the air because they were embarrassed about the way the characters spoke. And as a result of that action, a lot of wonderful black actors ended up broke. When we were just laughing and having fun about ourselves. So I say, fuck you if you can't take a joke. You didn't see the Beverly Hillbillies being protested by white folks. And if you think, of course you think, that being called African-American sets all black people's minds at ease, since we affectionately call each other nigger, I affectionately say to you, nigger please. I didn't get a chance to vote on who I'd like to be. Who gave you the right to make that decision for me? I ain't under your rule or in your dominion, and I'm entitled to my own opinion. Now, there are some African Americans here, 
But they recently moved here from places like Kenya, Ethiopia, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Zaire. But now the brother whose family's lived in this country for generations, occupying space in all the locations, New York, Miami, L.A., Detroit, Chicago, even if he's wearing a dashiki and sporting an afro. And if you go to Africa in search of your race, you'll find out quick you're not an African-American. You're just a black American in Africa taking up space. <laughs> Why you keep trying to attach yourself to a continent where even if you got the chance to go and you went, most people there wouldn't even claim you as one of them, as a purebred daughter or son of them. Your heritage is right here now, no matter what you call yourself or what you say. And a lot of people died to make it that way. And if you think America's a leader on inequality and suffering and grieving, how come there's so many people coming and so few leaving? Rather than all this fine fault with America shit you're promoting, if you want to change something, use your privilege. Get to the polls. Come as the voting. God knows we've earned the right to be called American Americans and be free at last. And rather than you moving forward with progress, you're dwelling in the past. We've struggled too long. We've come too far. And to the folks that know who we were, let's be proud of who we are. We're the only people whose name is always a trend. When is this shit going to end? Look at all the different colors of our skin. Black is not our color. It's our core. It's what we've been living and fighting and dying for. But if you choose to be called African-American and that's your preference, then I give you that reference. But I know on this issue I don't stand alone on my own. And if I do, then let me be me. And I'd appreciate it if when you see me, you say, there goes the man who says it loud. I'm black. I'm black. I'm a black American and I'm proud because I love being an American. And I love being black. I love being called black. Yeah, I said it. And I don't take it back. All right, there you have it. That's Smokey. Yes, it is. Smokey, break that thing down. That's yes, he did. Be, that's got to be the most honest level of poetry I've ever heard, man, because there are so many black folks nowadays that are living outside their truth. It confused. That this is unbelievable, especially some of these black politicians, man. They just wake up in the morning and just, throw a facade on, you know, especially them big old dark-skinned brothers. I'm like, when the hell did you look in the mirror and think you was some kind of, any kind of Republican? These people are mm-hmm. like, they are genuine. Where the hell did that come from, you know? I mean, but anyway, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And well, you thank you, Smokey, for that. Stand up for what mm-hmm. you believe in. and uh, That was Smokey Robinson, Black in America. Yeah, if you don't stand up for something, mm-hmm. you fall for anything. I'll stand right. up for that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, getting to the people with the, the kiss list. Uh, oh, can you tell us what the kiss list it's, is it's first? It's the people who showed their butt, Heine. And that girl, uh, I can't forget her name, <laughs> that Marjorie Green. She's, a, she's the... Marjorie Taylor she's, Green. She's the poster child. That woman is a bumbling idiot. Now she's walking like she's... How do you? How do you? How do you live with that much attention on your ass? And, and every time you, but every, but you know what though, which is so interesting, what she doesn't realize, every time you see her walking through the Capitol, she's walking by herself. You know what I'm saying? All these other people, the Republicans, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some white guy that's always marching with her. I don't uh, I'm not talking is. about so much with her. I'm, I'm not, I'm not speaking literally. Oh. I'm just saying figuratively. Oh, okay. When you gotcha. see her, she's walking by herself. Okay. And she's always got her hair hanging down like a, like she's not relaxed because she knows the spotlight is up her butthole. Anyway, 
That's enough mm-hmm. on her. All right. So and, uh, who's on the kiss it listen? Uh, we got the. Uh, who's some of these Uh-oh. people? Uh, we got uh, Sam Quentin Jail. Yeah, jail. How oh, they're treating God. those yeah. inmates over there with all that COVID going on. Mm-hmm. And they're just keeping them all together. People dying by the dozens and, and hundreds. Rachel Powell, the perfect example I was saying of uh, white privilege. Until yeah. they grab their little bullhorns and all their little Army and Navy store gigs. Who are old enough to know what an Army and Navy store is. They get all that crap ordered from, you know, but you can get anything off of uh, Amazon. Yeah, they he'll got everything. You, he'll sell you ink for your damn pen. Anyway, uh, Officer uh, Coy, they killed that brother, uh, Andre Hill. Yeah. Uh, yeah Peter Peter Nagar. He's an old, old uh, perverted jerk-off. He's a, he's a big old millionaire. Now he acts like he's broke in, broke the money's yeah. buried. He's going to rot in jail, I hope. Man, you got the cactus smuggler, which is now, what's the name, Miss Lie? Miss Lee, Lie, whatever. Yeah. I, I bet she won't that, try that again. They said she did it twice. How the hell? Don't cactus got don't cactus got thorns on them? How the hell you hide that shit next to your skin? I don't know. That's anyway, what I, I thought. Maybe. Uh, did you say Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yeah, we talked about her first. Okay. And I want to put Trump on the list, not for just the usual stuff, but this week apparently Trump got a letter from SAG and AFTRA, you know, the actors' union, telling him that they were rescinding his membership, and he wrote them a letter back saying, I quit. So I guess he figured, you can't fire me, I'm firing you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm like, dude, you never quit. So I'm putting him on the kissing list for other things and that. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. We have anybody Crazy. else? No, I think you guys hit it hit everybody. And all those wishy washy Congress people, they're on the kiss it list. All the Republicans who were afraid to vote to get uh Marjorie Taylor Greene off of those committees, y'all a bunch of punks. Uh okay. And y'all are on the kiss it list too. All one hundred and ninety nine of you. Papa Didi's giving them the one-finger salute. They're on the kissing list. All right, uh, Kettle, anybody else before we give them the tribute? Nope. You got it, everybody. All right, we have a tribute for everybody on this week's kissing list. And here it is. Kiss my entire ass. My ass. You can just kiss my ass. 
All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One news, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, that brings us down to the last word. We got mm-hmm. it all in tonight. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right, we'll go to you first, Papa Didi. What's your last word? Yeah, my last word is just uh, just be on the lookout for some of these new uh, vaccines that are coming. You know, uh, Johnson and Johnson. You know that one there they claim is uh. 75% effective, something like that. But at least you can store it in a regular refrigerator. Ain't got to be frozen solid like that one from Pfizer. You know, that old crap. I don't know what's up with that at all. So, but, uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to be on the lookout for it. You know, I mean, after a while, we got to start looking to see where we can get shot in the arm, you know. Because everybody else is doing it. People lined up, rich folks, and everybody got big money. They get to be able to. And you're only supposed to get two shots, so get one, then look for the other a couple weeks later. But don't buck the line. Hit it and quit it, you know. Just get yours and get out of there. Everybody just want to hang around. Call their buddies and call their friends shit. Okay, get yours and your friends be burying your ass. Anyway. Alrighty. That's all I got. All right. Well, my last word is I want to say shout out to Diane Durham. She passed away, I believe it was today or maybe yesterday. She was the first black person or black female to win a USA Gymnastics National title. I'm not sure how she died, but she passed away. She was 52. Uh, She passed away in Chicago. So shout out to her and her, I mean, to her family. Sorry to hear she passed, but she definitely lit the path uh, for others like Dominique Dawes and Gabby Douglas and uh, what's my girl? Uh, uh, Simone Biles. Biles. Simone Biles. Mm -hmm. Most Mm -hmm. definitely. So, sorry to hear that Mm -hmm. she passed away, but, you know, Mm -hmm. and again, happy Black History Month, you know. Let's celebrate Mm -hmm. us. 365. <laughs> That's my last word. Over to you, Kel. Wow. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's all I was going to say. Black 365. Um, I don't hear um, the radio personality. I don't hear him too much, but um, that, that that was his organization, um, the radio personality. He just retired. Um Oh boy, what is his name? Tom Joyner. His organization, yes, Tom Joyner. His his organization is Three Sixty Five Black, and I just you know I admired him and 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 just thought you know that was a, a great thing to do, a noble thing to do to to create that and start that. Um, that's just something that stay that should stay in in, in the back of our minds all the time. But uh, you know, like Smokey said, just a drop of of uh, black, you consider black. I mean, hey, like he said, everybody is probably black. We just don't know it. We're more alike than we think that we are. So, um, you know, kudos to Smokey. You're That's right my last word. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we want to give a special shout out to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. 
thanks for sponsoring our show, keeping the lights on, paying the bills, et cetera, et cetera. We do appreciate that. And shout out to all our listeners and those that are listening on the phones, those that are listening online. We appreciate you. Shout out to everybody from the East Coast to the West, North and South, and all points in between. We'll do it again next Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern. We'll be here. Hope you'll join us. We're out. Say goodnight, Papa. Goodnight. Cattle? Um, I did want to say one last thing. Uh, our condolences from the pajama party to the Hall family. Um, may Miss Hall rest in peace. Uh, that's all I want to say. Thank you. Amen. All right. All right. And good night. Bonsoir. Adios. Hasta la vista. Arrivederci. Until next Friday night, we'll do it all over again. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arrivederci, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.